Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. And I thank you so much for joining us on our special Love is Blind series. Today we have the beautiful Lexi Skipper joining us here. Welcome Lexi, yay! Hi, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored to have you. I just want to tell your story so badly, and especially from speaking to the other people that were in the experiment with you, I really am excited to hear your side of things. Before we get started, though, I really want to find out more about you. Where did you grow up? Kind of tell us about your childhood, just, you know, a little peek into who Lexi is. So I actually grew up in South Carolina, lived there my whole life. Went to high school. I cheered competitively since I was literally four years old. So anybody who's watched Cheer on Netflix, that's, like, pretty much my life. Um, From the time I was, like, four until end of college. So I grew up in South Carolina and graduated high school. When I graduated, I cheered in college at the University of Louisville. Yay, Kentucky! Such a great state. I miss it so much. But I kind of knew, like... At a young age, probably middle school, my goal was to cheer in college at Louisville because you being from Kentucky, you know that Kentucky's like a big cheer state. So you have UK and you have Louisville, and we're both in different divisions, so we compete at different competitions. So we're not like, we're rivals of football, but we're not in cheerleading, so we don't compete against each other. So those are like the top two schools to go to when it comes to cheering for like a Division One A school. Cheered all my life. I continued to be since, you know, the time I was super small young young age kid and that's kind of why I feel like this show was perfect for me because I put dating on the back burner my entire life because I was so laser focused in my cheerleading career so yeah I cheered all four years in college we won nationals three out of four years I was there so I have three really big Nationals rings that I don't really wear anymore, which is kind of sad. But oh, congratulations! Um, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was such a huge part of my life. I kind of feel like I've always been known as like the cheerleader because it's just something that I've always done, and everybody kind of knows me for that. But during the time I was, you know, cheering in college, I actually cheered on Team USA too, which is something that's crazy now. They're like trying to dive into the Olympics in the cheerleading world. So yeah, I won three times with Team USA as well, and. After I graduated college, I moved back home to South Carolina for a year. I got my life together and moved to Atlanta um, for a job, actually, in sales. Then I did the show. So that's kind of like where we are now. And then a year and a half later, I am still in Atlanta, you know, just living life. So before you got into the show, something really special happened in your life that is wonderful because this is a reality TV podcast. So do you want to share with our listeners Mm -hmm. what that was? So actually, it's funny, you know, thinking people ask me how I got casted for this show and kind of the process and what it looked like and how they found me. Um, And actually, I was out to dinner with a group of my friends and I got a message on Instagram in my DMs and it was like kind of my request folder. So it's like something that I only checked, you know, here and there. And I looked at it and it was a message from a casting producer at The Bachelor and I, like, looked at my friends, and we all watched The Bachelor, like, religiously. And I'm like, you guys, this can't be, like, real. This has to be some kind of joke. Am I getting scammed? Like, what is Ashton? Is this, like, an episode of Punk? Like, there's no way. (laughs) And, of course, all my friends were like, this is so cool. You have to go. You have to do this. 
And I was kind of like, I don't know if it's just like if she's legit. So I, I did my research, looked her up. It turns out she's like the VP of casting. So I was like, okay, maybe it is legit. I watched some interviews on her and like did my research and messaged her back. And basically she was like, are you single? We would love to have you. We want you to send in some stuff for us. And when you come to our casting call that's in Atlanta, you know, mention who you spoke to on Instagram and, you know, we'll pull you right into the side. And I was like, oh, this is like, actually, I thought it was actually a joke, to be honest. <laughs> and yeah, after a few weeks, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. Here we go. And I put in all my stuff, you know, how to do the video and all the paperwork and that fun stuff and pick 15 pictures and, you know, the whole work. So I showed up to the casting call and I remember a hundred percent remember seeing Hannah G, which I, you probably love her. She's the best. What? I remember her. She was at my casting call. Yeah. Wild. And I like saw her and I was like, she's adorable. She's definitely going to be on the show. <laughs> like she's so <laughs> cute. And yeah, went into the casting call. They like pulled me to the side because I got like invited, which was very weird to me. I was, this was not even really happening. And yeah, went through that whole thing, had the interview got this like whole bag of goodies and all this stuff and they sent me on my way and said they would call me in a few weeks and kept going on with the interview process no idea who the bachelor was going to be at that time it was like i think between you know colton and jason and blake and it was kind of that whole group of guys and even like ben higgins was in the works he was single at the time so i think it was like kind of up in the air and i was like i wanted it to be colton or ben those were like my top two i was like <laughs> okay if it's those two then i'm i'll do it but you know, I don't know. So, yeah, so that happened. I went through the whole thing, and I was kind of, like, waiting around to hear because, they, you know, they do the whole the casting calls all through the summer, yeah. and mine was in the beginning of the summer. It was, like, in June, I think. So they still had, like, two months or a month and a half left of all the casting calls, and, you know, she kept in contact with me, like, you just want to let you know you're still in the running. We're, like, doing casting calls, and I'll keep you updated week by week. So, yeah, I just kept kind of, like, hearing about it and so I'm like am I going to be on the bachelor there's no way this is happening this is not happening to me and yeah so I found out after several weeks and more interviews and phone interviews and stuff like that it was around I think the top like 50 or 60 you know she called me and she was like you were amazing like you know it's out of our control at this point we just don't think that this, this is going to be the best fit for you and us right now but we want to keep you you know on our radar and who knows like in the future like you may get a call from us next year like just you know stay optimistic and like you were amazing and like I really like enjoyed, she went on and on and on so I was like okay this is, this is pretty cool and I wasn't disappointed because I was just kind of like this was such a random thing that happened that I was like okay like you know this could be for me or not and if it's not it's fine you know this was just like a fun experience regardless um and so yeah so then I found out and literally two weeks later I get another message on Instagram and I'm like okay what's the theme here like what's going on <laughs> like what's happening to me why do I keep getting messages from passing producers in LA and yeah so someone messaged me and was like we have this show it's based in Atlanta you know would you want to do it they kind of explained the concept and I was like I mean at this point why not like you know I've already done all the other interviews that like, I feel like you know this is a different way to date and I haven't had any luck so far so why not so yeah so that's like was really crazy summer for me back in 2018 it was like one thing after another and then you know ended up leading to this show so and I'm so glad I did it because it really did change the way I completely viewed dating like to this day and I think it will you know forever at this point so 
crazy summer of 2018 for me. <laughs> I'm smiling so big because I cannot oh imagine God. you being like feeling that you're so close to going on a show like that. That is so iconic, especially being a huge Bachelor fan like I am. You know, we are a huge Bachelor right. fans and just to be part of that. So you didn't go on that, but then you got to go on this. So it's like it all worked out, yeah. you know, that's so I awesome. Agree. I think that like for me too, like obviously I love The Bachelor. And I, like, know the format. You know, I know kind of what happens. And I've watched every season. So I kind of, like, if you're a fan of the show, you, you know how it goes. Kind of. So for this, I was so excited to, for it to just kind of be, like, going in blind. No pun intended. But, like, actually <laughs> not knowing, you know, what was going to happen. Or, like, how the format of the show was. Nobody knew. We were basically all, like, a part of this test experiment that, like, had never happened before. So I thought that was the most, you know, raw and genuine part about it is because you know we had no, I have no idea what it's getting into like yeah. we didn't know the show was going to be as big as it was so I definitely think it's, it's a really cool thing to be a part of to be kind of a part of the first part of this experiment and we had no clue it's been definitely a whirlwind for me you're a part of history I mean you you're basically like part of you know the whole origin of the show and you guys were like little guinea pigs I mean obviously it worked we so were. well and we already know that there's going to be a season two, which is awesome. But, okay. So, so exciting. Yes. So let's get into your experience. There's all these interviews. And how long does that process take from start to finish? You know, and I didn't really know for the other people how, how this kind of worked for everybody because, you know, I got thrown in a little bit last minute. And I didn't really find that out until after the show filmed. And we all kind of talked, like, how did you get casted? And how, what was your process like and everything? And some people – you know, found out months in advance and they, you know, prepared for two months and they had all this time and did all these interviews and on the phone and on Skype and, you know, all that stuff. But for me, I actually didn't find out even about the show or get any message until like, I think it was like the first week in September and we filmed October 1st. So I literally had three weeks to get wow. all my stuff done. Yeah, so for me, it was, like, really fast. It was almost, like, so fast that I didn't really have time to even think about it. I was just like, okay, I'm doing it. Here we go. And then by the time I looked up and had everything done, it was, like, day one of filming. And I was like, how did I get here? Like, what just happened to me? Like, is this real life? Like, you know, what's going on? So for me, it was super quick. But, you know, what you would think, all the interviews, and, you know, they really wanted to get to know us, which was, to me, super personal. Like, you know, the way that they set up our interviews, and they really did ask all these questions like we did I think a 600 question personality evaluation and a compatibility and a psych evaluation like they really wanted to know down to like the texture of someone's hair or like every single thing that you could think of they wanted to know what we were looking for so I thought that was awesome as far as you know really getting into what we wanted and what we were looking for so yeah it was a lot of a lot of interviews a lot of questions a lot of talking about myself which is hard but for me, I was like, I took it really seriously because, you know, at the end of it, I wanted to find someone. Oh, my gosh. They were really serious about finding out who you were, you know, to your core and finding mm -hmm. that perfect person for you. So I love that they were really very professional about it because everyone I've talked to so far said the same thing. You know, there was there's such a mm -hmm. battery of tests and exams and all of that. And I'm just glad to hear that, that they were um, putting so much into it. So once you get accepted, and are you just so excited to just be there and experience it and learn about all that it is? Yeah, I mean, it was like a whirlwind. You know, we got there on the first day, and 
you know, we knew the concept of the show. We knew going in that we're not going to be able to see any of the guys. We knew we were going to be interacting with the girls. We knew that there were 15 guys on the other side and there were 15 girls. We knew that, you know, there's an engagement if you do find the connection. And once you get engaged, you, you know, are basically have to go through with the rest of the experiment and make it to the altar and say yes or no. So at that point when I was there, like I knew everything. I knew what I was getting myself into. I like questioned my sanity a few times. I was like, am I crazy for doing this? <laughs> or, you know, is this like just the new way of dating? I don't know, but I'm going to give it a shot. But yeah, I was super excited because, you know, what initially kind of drew me into making the decision to say yes to the show was when I was talking to the casting people and going through my interviews and for me, I got casted pretty late, like I said. So they had pretty much already solidified a lot of the cast. And every time I talked to the lady that I was in contact with, you know, she was like, we have 15 amazing guys who really do want to get married. And they all have amazing qualities. They're all very different. And if I had, I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that you have right now 15 guys that are within the ages of 25 and 35 or 40 or whatever it was. And they all are really serious about finding someone and you're telling me they live in my backyard there's no way there's no way so I'm like where have they been like I'm intrigued by that because I've been in Atlanta for three years a little bit over three years and I mean it's just dating is horrible like uh, that was my first thing is I was like I have actually exhausted all options and to me it fell in my lap at the perfect time I was like why would I not say yes to an opportunity where I can meet someone completely different than any other way I would meet someone, you know? Right. So that's why I was like so excited about it and just kind of like taking a different approach. Cause like I said, nothing had worked in the past. So I felt like, you know, maybe this is the way I'm supposed to meet somebody. Maybe it isn't supposed to be your conventional go to college with them and date for four years and, you know, get married right after school. Cause that's a lot of the people that I know and I grew up with. That's kind of the, the formula and the pattern of people my age that are married or that are about to get married is because they met in college. And for me, that didn't happen. Like I said, I was so laser focused on school and cheering. That's like all I thought about. I didn't really focus on dating or really put any time into it. So for me, it felt like the perfect opportunity. So that's why I did it. And I was just so excited oh, yeah. to get to meet all these guys that literally were ready to get married. Like it, it was bizarre. It was a bizarre thing for me to hear because I had had so much, you know, trouble dating in Atlanta for the past three years and can I ask how old you are or how old you were when you first started the experiment so yeah when I was on the show I was 26 um and I just turned 28 um in February me and Elsie actually are born one day apart not even 24 hours apart we figured that out like the first day on the show we're like this is why we're like really good friends because we just immediately clicked our birthdays are one day apart so it's super funny for both of us watching our 26 self be, <laughs> you know, go through this whole thing. And then now when the show came out, we literally both turned 28 a week after the show aired. So it's been kind of cool to, you know, bring all those emotions and stuff. I can definitely attest to, you know, growing up in Kentucky and 
my friends also going to college and then meeting their college sweetheart and then getting married. And I didn't do that either. Like I got married much later in life. So it was definitely, I was definitely dating online and I was actually a flight attendant. So I was, you know, I was dating passengers and pilots and other flight attendants. Oh my gosh, that's Yeah, like whoever. And, you know, definitely online for like supplemental or whatever. But I didn't fall into that whole meeting someone in college and falling in love with them. In fact, my college Mm -hmm. boyfriend was killed in the line of duty. He was a police officer. So oh my goodness. that was like, and of course I, I was thinking he would have been the one, you know, so maybe I could have, like you said, everybody I knew was doing that, you know, was finding their college mm-hmm. sweetheart and then getting married right after college, having kids right away. And I just was. Right. It's so wild. That was it's, not it's me. It's a sudden thing. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, it's a sudden thing. Absolutely. 100%. So you are mm-hmm. super excited to go meet these guys that are all ready for marriage that you yes. like, like these unicorns that you didn't know even existed. Unicorns, I'm telling you, they don't exist. Right. I did not believe they existed. <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> so tell me how that first day was when you got there and you met Nick and Vanessa and and you didn't know they were mm-hmm. gonna be there, right? That was that was a surprise. No. No, we did not know. We had no clue. I, like I've said so many times, and I'll say it a million times because it's seriously so true, we had no idea what we were getting into. Like, we knew the process of the show, but we did not know the capacity of, you know, how big this show was going to be. And I think that that made all of us so, you know, come across so genuine because we really were going into this looking to get engaged. Like, that was the core value of what all of us were looking for. So, yeah, we found out, like, that first day that it was going to be Nick and Vanessa and we were like wait what like there's no way this is like actually happening and yeah so they walked in and they like you know went over everything with us just like you guys saw in the first episode and you know all of us girls what I loved about at least the girl side at the beginning is we all like really clicked immediately it was very wild how well they did casting us because you know you look at us and we're all very diverse you know we all look different we're all different sizes, we're all different, you know, races, and we all just immediately clicked because we knew we all had one common goal, and I think that we were all just really in a place where we were ready to find someone. So we all kind of instantly hit it off, and I just felt so, I felt, like, really comfortable with all the girls because everybody was just so sweet and, like, just excited, and I think we were just, like, ready and ready to be vulnerable and, like, see what was going to happen. So, yeah, you know, we got the whole process explained to us again, and we talked to Nick and Vanessa, and they were like, all right, you like, you got 15 dates coming up, and I'm sitting here in my head like, okay, I have probably not been on 15 dates in the past three years. Like, <laughs> you're telling me I'm about to go on 15 dates with 15 different guys right now. Like, this is, this is wild. And, yeah, that first, you know, initial round of dating. So the process kind of goes where there's 15 of us on one side, girls, and then 15 guys on the other side, and – the producers kind of helped set up our first round of dates because obviously we didn't know, you know, we didn't know anybody. We didn't even know their names. And we walk into our first date, and our first, I think, was about seven minutes with each person. So it was kind of like speed dating at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went through the whole first round, and we got to talk to everybody. And it's crazy how, you know, you can almost immediately tell, like, who you feel like you have a connection with. And I know that's so wild. And I don't feel like anybody who wasn't a part of it will really ever understand. But I was like, I just knew who my like top 10 were at that point. I was like, okay, I immediately knew that, you know, whoever I talked to the first time that we would have a conversation. And it just felt to me like it was a friendly conversation. It wasn't going to be, you know, 
anything romantic. And so for me, it was pretty clear, you know, like when we were ranking our guys from one to 15, we would do that at the end of the day and our list would get a little bit smaller. People would drop off and then our dates with all the guys would get longer. So that's kind of like how, you know, the dates were set up and everything for us in the beginning. But after that first initial date, it was pretty much up to us, you know, who we wanted to talk to and how the dates were kind of going to go from there. Okay. Tell me how that first day was. So did you feel like you had instant connections with several of the guys or just a couple or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually, and it's crazy because nobody got to see, but, you know, there was a lot of other people that made connections with everyone. You know, we all kind of had our top three going towards the end. And that first day, I knew that I connected with Kenny really well. We had some mutual friends, um, which was really weird because we didn't know each other. We had mutual friends from, like, my hometown and from Atlanta. So that was, like, wild. And so for me, I was like, okay, I'm instantly comfortable with Kenny because, you know, he knows some of my friends. And if he knows them, then, like, he would have to know kind of my character. So it made me feel comfortable kind of towards the beginning with him. And I thought, you know, oh my gosh, if we have mutual friends, like this could work in the real world. So immediately I felt like an instant connection with Kenny. Me and Damien had really good conversations. We just connected on a bunch of different things that were really similar, like our backgrounds and our families and stuff like that and how important it was. And then Wesley, of course, we connected instantly as well. And I talked to Barnett a lot too. He was like the hot commodity, I feel like, for a lot of the girls. But he is just like a trip. But yeah, I mean, I had, you know, three, I would say three solid connections, which, you know, it's it's kind of sad that they didn't show that because y'all did really have, you know, connections that weren't shown. And I think that it would have been nice to see kind of that play out on TV and see how, you know, my 26 self was thinking when I was like trying to find my husband, you know? You know I agree. You know I'm upset that footage was not there. So how, I I mean, 15 dates. So how are you keeping track and not like getting them mixed up and blending in? What did you do? Did you take notes? Oh, I had my notebook. I was like, I actually bought my own notebook and I journaled every single day. Like, it's so funny reading it back now because I was so detailed in every note that I wrote. But yeah, I brought my own journal, and they actually gave us journals, too, because they wanted us to, like, write things down, and they wanted us to, like, remember, because that first day was, like, overwhelming, of course. I mean, you yeah. have 15 dates, and you're asking all these questions, and you only have seven minutes, which seems like kind of a long time, but not really on that first day. You know, they went by so fast. So, for me, I feel like, you know, we're talking to you. It's just like a conversation, and that's, like, kind of how I wanted to be. I didn't want to go in, like, interview style and be like, so what do you see yourself doing in five years? Like I wanted to be more of a genuine first conversation to where it didn't feel like I was like going on 15 job interviews or like going through sorority recruitment. I like really wanted to get to know these guys (laughs) at like, you know, a personal level. So for me, yeah, I just really went in, not with really any guidelines. I just wanted to see and feel how like the conversation would flow naturally. So that's kind of like my process. I feel like I know a lot of people would go in and, they have like set questions that they wanted to ask or, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted to know like right then and there how many kids they wanted. Like I kind of let that conversation build as I was making deeper connections with the guys. That's kind of how I approached it, I would say. So Danielle was saying that she used like a star system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you have any sort of ranking? Heart ratings. So I would like 
you know, put like a heart next to the guy that I felt like I had a really good connection with. And, and every guy I was like, you know, I was having that conversation, but I was trying to be like so present that I wasn't like writing down all these notes that I would yeah. like jot down things that they would mention that seemed super important. Cause like I said, I, I don't know what it was for me, but I really did feel like connected really quickly to these guys, which is so wild to say, because, you know, you can't see them at all. You have no idea what they look like, but when you're having a conversation with anyone, like, like I am with you right now, I feel like we're like best friends now, you know, like Aww. you just know if it's, if it's like a good conversation, if it's something that you want to keep exploring. So yeah, yeah I mean, I definitely did like the little heart system and I had like my favorites and I knew that there were guys that, you know, maybe it would take a little bit longer to get to know them. And at that point, you know, when I was looking at, we have 10 days, like I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm frantic. Like, that's not enough time. But if you really think about how much time we spent on each date, once our list started getting to the, you know, the bulk of people that we wanted to talk to, we had like plenty of time, like totally plenty of time. I thought it was going to go by so fast, but it felt like, you know, we were in there for months to be honest. Wow. That's how I felt. I felt like it really did. Like one day to me <laughs> equaled like a few weeks, which is so wild because we had so much time and, you know, we really were only focusing on what we were talking about and who we were talking to. So I think that definitely, you know, with no distractions. I was just about to say. For sure. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. When you have no distractions and just have your entire focus on someone, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the real world, I was just telling Wesley that, like nobody in the real world lives and dates like that. This is such a unique no. experience that I was not shocked that it was so successful because I actually used to be a dating coach. And when I heard about this, what? I thought, oh, my God, why does this not exist in real life? Why can we not have mm-hmm. this be part of our dating experience in general, not just on a show, but just in general, because it's such a good way to meet people and know who they are, like I said, to their core, exactly. you know, who they really like are. Like what matters, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because mm-hmm. we're so focused on appearance and the way that we feel when we see someone. And it's like if you already have built that love for them in your heart it just it makes everything else just not important you know so all mm-hmm. the apps are like based off of appearance exactly bumble um hinge you know you're like swiping based on just what someone looks like and for me i was just excited to be able to like actually get to know someone before making any kind of judgment and also you know when you're dating and you're like going on dates with someone you message one of your friends or you text them and you're like hey i'm going on a date with so-and-so tomorrow like look at a picture on bumble and then <laughs> they may have their opinion which not that they're not valid you know i always listen to my friends my family whatever but it was really nice to know that every decision that i was making was literally solely based off my decision and my opinion so i didn't have any kind of outside factors i didn't have a friend saying oh are you showing me your type or you know, he doesn't look like you're normal, the guy you would normally go for. You know, for me, I was like, I'm doing this because I want to do it, not because anyone else is giving me any kind of buzz in the back of my head that I should be listening to. Like, this is all my decision, and I think that's, like, what excited me the most about, you know, making these genuine connections and going through the whole experiment. That's just so empowering. I mean, we just very rarely can feel that way, so I'm excited that you were able to do that. Me too. As it goes on, and you're, are you developing real feelings? Well, you said you were. So is it getting like stronger, more intense as like the days go on and you're kind of whittling it down to two or three people at that point? Yeah, for sure. I feel like the first few days were kind of like, you know, we're filming and it's definitely a different experience for, for me personally. And I think for everybody 
on the show. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know for me, like, I've never been around, you know, cameras and, like, all this. I didn't really know what to expect. So the whole time, you know, I said I was going to be myself and I wanted to be as genuine as possible and be as open as possible. But I also wanted to remain totally myself. That was, like, a hard thing the first few days, you know, getting used to going on these dates. And I felt like at first I wanted to just, like, feel prim and proper and, like, you know, like you're on a date because you're, you're dating these guys. You can't see them, but, you know, you want to get dressed up and you're like, you want to look good to feel good. And, you know, for me, that was like kind of the beginning stages of it. But as a few, the first few days after I said those paths, you know, we all kind of just like let our walls down. I feel like within 48 hours of the experiment, we were all kind of like throwing our feet up in the pond, really getting down to like what mattered. I think that after that first few days, I think it was day three. I may be wrong because it seemed like a month we were there, but we came back after our dates and some of the girls were gone and we were like so confused because we, you know, we didn't think that, that it was going to be like an elimination show. You know, it wasn't like that for us. We thought, it, you know, you just make a connection or you don't and you go through the whole process and some of the people ended up going home and that was a shock to us. We were like, oh gosh, this is like actually serious maybe all of those people that left, you know, they weren't really making real connections. And I think when that happened, it really turned into like high gear. Like, okay, this is like for real, you know, like people are really starting to get emotional. People are really starting to make serious connections. And, you know, for me that first day I had my group of guys that I just felt like immediately connected with. And yeah, I mean, real feelings started forming. End of day one to day two for me, I was like, okay, my top three are Kenny, Wesley and Damien. Like that's, what I feel like feels the best for me. And that's just kind of like how I approached it. But yeah, I mean, it's so wild to sit back and read my journal and go back to that headspace that I was in. I started getting, like I said, pretty serious after day two, like looking at these relationships and really trying to dive deep and ask the questions that really meant the most to me. And I will say, like with Wesley, our kind of relationship on my side was a little bit of a slow burn. Like I knew we were on paper, perfect. Morals, family, you know, what we wanted in the future. And we like lined up perfectly, but I wanted at first, I was like, is this too good to be true? You know, like I want to exhaust all my options because that's why I'm here. And I don't want to make any rash decisions right off the bat. I want to really, really get to know everyone and really like think about this. And yeah, so me and Kenny, you know, we had a few things him up and that kind of like fizzled out, but I still really felt connected with him. And either way, I knew it was going to be a friendship, you know, and I felt like after you know, just talking to them and getting more into it, I just felt like more connected to Wesley and that, you know, I just felt like it was the right thing. And I will say one thing that really completely, I think was a huge moment for me and him is he had mentioned to me, you know, we talked about family for the first, the first get go, the very first date we had, you know, we discussed family and how important it was. And he told me, you know, Christmas was something that he really, like, always gets so excited about. And that, you know, his family, like, it never was a huge thing in his growing up because he had a single mom. And, you know, Christmas just was never this, like, big to do. And, you know, for me, I, like, a light bulb came on. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, Christmas is huge at my house. We don't have a huge family. It's just me, my sister, mom, and dad. But, like, Christmas is so big. We always have our family over. It's, like, this big party, you know. Christmas is just a huge, huge exciting part of every year for me growing up and still to this day so when he mentioned that you know I was like okay this is like really what I'm looking for like I'm looking for someone that I can share these things with and that I can you know maybe give them what they didn't have and vice versa for him to me and 
so that was like a huge moment for us. And that's kind of when I knew, okay, wow, this is like actually getting serious. And disconnection is way more than, you know, I thought it was. And I think that that's something too, that I was upset that wasn't shown because we were actually told you can pick someone to give a gift to. And, you know, I was like in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's October. Like Christmas decorations at Walmart are for sure out. Like people are crazy. You know, like Christmas decorations. <laughs> yes. People start decorating like before Thanksgiving, before Halloween. Like people are crazy. So oh, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe I can get somebody to go, you know, get me some Christmas decorations. Like who's going to go get me some Christmas decorations to decorate Wes's pod? And yeah, so that's like what I wanted to give him is like this huge like Christmas themed present in his pod. So I told producers, I was like, can you guys please like, I don't know what anyone has to do, but like can somebody just get me some Christmas decorations? And yeah, that's like one thing I will never forget. And I think I'm so sad that wasn't shown because I think it did really show my personality. And like, I love giving gifts and I love doing stuff for other people. And that was like something that we really connected on. And I will never forget that day. You know, I walked into the pod and at that point I talked about it and I told producers I wanted to, you know, make this Christmas Wonderland for him and all this stuff. And I didn't know if it was actually going to happen. And I remember walking in and just like hearing him like, say something and then he like literally started like choking up and I was like are you okay <laughs> like what's going on uh-huh. and I can't see him so I don't know his emotion I'm like are you crying are you laughing like are you upset like what's happening and he just like started crying and I was like oh my gosh and he's like it's a Christmas like wonderland in here and I was like oh my gosh like that is just it was just such a special moment for both of us I feel like because it was something that he had told me pretty early on, and like I said, I was, like, trying not to take notes, but I was, like, mentally thinking, you know, special moments and things that stuck out to me, and that was one thing that, like, I just remembered from the get-go, and I think that he just, you know, at that point, he, he knew, and he said he knew from day one, like, just by my voice, and I, you know, like I said, I really was so connected with him in the beginning, but I wanted to really trust the process and kind of listen to what everybody else had to say. I didn't want to make any rash decisions at the beginning. So I really, really think that after that, like, third or fourth day was when I was like, okay, I know that, like, me and Wafi are going to be together at the end of this. And that's kind of, like, just one part. I really just wish they would just give me the footage. Like, just give it to me and Wafi. Like, let us watch it alone. Like, we don't even have to tell anyone. We don't have to show anybody. Like, that's just one thing that I wish they would have shown just for both of our sakes because I really think it was, like, such a special moment. When he told me that story, I mean, I could like hear the emotion in his voice and it was so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Like, I'm so happy he shared that with us. And it was just such a touching moment. You know, you could just tell how much it really meant to him. So, I mean, kudos to you, girl. You blew him away. He will never forget that. And that, yeah, I want to see that too. I mean, we all want to see that, you know? know. Mm -hmm. It was so sweet. Like, it really was because, you know, I want to be able to give him that. Like, that's something that, you know, if we're going to be together at the end of this, like, that's going to be a part of our life, like, spending Christmas with my family and all that. And so that's why I was just, like, so excited after that moment. I was, like, on cloud nine, to be honest. I was just so excited. And, yeah, I think that that was, like, a really, like, for both of us, I think that was just, like, a huge moment. And it was kind of like a, just the most pivotal moment, I think, in the whole the whole experience for both of us. Kind of like when we knew. But he did tell me, like, and he says this, like, all the time, and it's so sweet. He's like, yeah, I just, like, knew from 
the beginning. Like our connection was like something special and I did too. I would never like discredit that because I think that for me, like I said, like I knew that we were perfect on paper and like everything that we wanted in morals and family and faith and like all that lined up way too perfectly that I was like almost which is what I would do in, in, in the real world. I'd be like, okay, wait, like this seems too good to be true. Like there's no way this is happening. And I would almost, as Jeannie, know, would say like, self-sabotage. I was like, there's no way that this is real because it's too good to be true. And I think that that would like normally scare me in the real world. That kind of happened for me in the beginning because I was just thinking like, this is way too good. And then, you know, as I was trusting the process and really going through the experiment and trying to just be, as open and genuine as possible, I was like, this is, like, how it's supposed to be, you know? Even though we are perfect on paper, like, I just haven't found that yet. And such a huge moment for us, and I think it just kind of solidified everything in my mind. It just made me feel, like, secure, and I felt like, you know, he was going to take care of me, and just everything that he said, it just seemed like exactly what I was looking for. And so I think that, like I said, after a few days, and after, I think day four is when I really was like, okay, it's going to be like Wesley at the end of this. And I'm like mm-hmm. confident in that. And then at that point, we just kind of kept growing as the dates went on and they got longer. We spent more time in the pods together. I think that was like, you know, we built that foundation the first four or five days. And then after that, it was just like all the other stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how it should be. You know, you do need to build that foundation and that trust first. And you guys were so good at doing that. And it's so funny that you said that it felt almost too good to be true because a lot of the other girls that I've spoken with now have said the same thing, that the person Mm -hmm. that they connected with the most, they were questioning because it did feel too good to be true. So it's just really Mm -hmm. interesting that you also felt that way, you know. But I think that the bottom line was that you just didn't want to have any regrets. And I think anybody in your position – would want to explore all options because you would not want to come out, you know, thinking, damn, I really wish that I would have had another conversation with this person or I wish I had, you know, put them higher on my list because I wanted to spend more time and get to know this person a little bit more. I mean, Mm -hmm. I hope you don't feel bad or guilty about that because I think that's just a normal, natural thing that anybody would have felt that way. I definitely would have felt that way, you know, in that situation. Yeah. And even like to this day, I still don't have any regrets. Like, I don't think that you know, had I done anything differently, the outcome would have, I wouldn't say like changed, but I think that I knew that, you know, after all that time, who was really the right person for me in this group of people? Like I really did exhaust all options and I wanted to make sure that I did that and really, you know, went into each date being super present and kind of clean slate with every person. I wasn't trying to think about anybody else when I was on dates with the other guys. I was just trying to hone in and like, really listen to what they were having to say and kind of take it like one page at a time. And I think that that like was such a good way for me to kind of approach it because I feel like if I would have gotten, you know, too caught up in my head on one date and then I wouldn't have really been able to like be present. And I think that was like a huge thing for me is I kept reminding myself, like, I don't have my phone. I don't have any distractions. I can't watch TV. Can't listen to music. I can't talk to anyone. Like I want to be as present as possible. And I think that now even, you know, just a normal life. Like I try to not be on my phone as much as I'm, you know, on at dinner with friends or family. Like I try to really be more present and mm. I think it's just made me a better communicator in kind of all aspects, whether it be in a relationship or a friendship. I think like going through this experiment, it really did kind of change the way that I communicate, which I'm like super thankful for too, because, you know, we all get caught up on our phones and not to say that I don't anymore, but I definitely think I'm more aware 
when I'm having conversations with people. And so that's really how I went into the whole thing as an approach, just, okay, let me be present as possible and let me just be myself. And someone's either going to, like, love it and it's going to work or, you know, I'm not going to find the right person for me here and that's okay too as long as I'm just myself the whole time. That is such Mm -hmm. a gift coming out of it, you know, and just – knowing that being in the present is so important and especially being in that experience, you know, you didn't have a choice. You had to be present, right? So and have no distractions. I mean, we all can learn from that. So what an awesome thing to come out of that with. So you have narrowed it down. (laughs) And so do you guys talk about he going to propose? Like, is this discussed or is this just kind of implied or how does that all happen? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know it's crazy right when yeah. you think about it you're like did you guys talk about it or did it just like come out of left field like no it was definitely a discussion you know once we had our like top people like we were talking about the engagement and like after and like what our life would be like together and how it would blend and you know what was going to work and what was going to be hard and you know all those things so I think that like by that time I had narrowed it down we definitely discussed it and we knew that it was coming okay um and it was by choice. You know, we weren't forced to get engaged. We could have literally made a decision in the pods if we wanted to, to be like, okay, we're not ready to, like, get engaged, but we don't want this to be over. So, like, do you want to leave right now and just, like, say bye to all the cameras and just, like, go and just be together, like, outside of all of this? That was an option you guys had? It, that wasn't something that they, like, told us about. They never pressured us to get engaged. So that's, like, one thing that, like, I think a lot of people are like, did you have to do that? And I'm like, no, I literally made the decision. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think that was something that, you know, if we wanted to, we probably could have done because they weren't forcing us to get engaged. And we definitely talked about it. And at that point, you know, like both of us, that's what we wanted. So I'll never like regret that part of it because like I said, at that time, that's what I felt like was the right thing to do. And like I said, I didn't have anybody saying are you sure are you sure you should do this like maybe you should talk to other people no I was ready and that's what I wanted and I think he was too so we definitely discussed it you know we knew leading up to that day that that was coming the engagement day and like how that was all going to work out so yeah it was definitely it was definitely spoke about we talked about it a lot actually and like what it was going to be like and I mean we couldn't see each other which was very weird never in my life would I envision myself getting engaged through a little wall that like <laughs> like that doesn't even sound like normal at all right um, but it was weird because at the time it didn't seem crazy it seemed like you know this is what's happening yeah and watching the show too you know you you see those relationships develop and you don't feel like the people on the show are crazy because you you see yeah. that you know they're having true feelings and real feelings and that it's it's real to them, right? So especially being mm-hmm. a reality TV fan, I mean, you buy into that. You completely, as a viewer, buy into that. So I get that. Didn't think when you were watching it, like, wow, these people are literally saying I love you in the episode. Did you think that was crazy? <laughs> I didn't because I, I mean, all through my 20s, I dated online. And I remember having mm-hmm. conversations on the phone hours and hours and hours before meeting these people. Either I was on vacation or they were or we were not in the same you know, place or whatever. And we couldn't meet until we finally were physically able to, right? So you do, mm-hmm. you fall in love over the phone. And it's the same thing. You're just hearing a voice. You're falling in love with oh, that yeah. voice. Oh, yeah. It's like a conversation. Yes. So I absolutely believed it, and I I didn't think for one time that someone was crazy for doing it. And I even told my right. husband, had I not met you, I would have gone on a show like this because I love the concept mm-hmm. and I love 
you know, what it is all about. I just have a question personally. How did you not stress out, go crazy? I mean, lose your mind. Like what grounded you through this process? Because I can't imagine not having family friends. I mean, granted you have the girls, thank God, but what helped you kind of like center? I honestly think that journaling really did help me kind of keep my thoughts together and being around all the girls, like we were really, really supportive of each other. There was not one moment where I felt like anyone was really like against each other. And I think having, you know, that like sisterhood, it was like honestly being like in a sorority house and I never even was in a sorority, but being really close with all the girls and like just being able to talk about what we were going through and be vocal about it. Like I didn't really keep anything in. And I think that everybody kind of deals with things differently. But for me, like talking about it and just being myself and knowing that whatever decision I make, even though, you know, my parents aren't here, they don't know what I'm doing. They have no idea what's going on. Like that was one thing that did get in my head a little bit because, you know, for me, I'm like, I want my dad to be asked if I can marry someone. And I want him to be able to talk to my dad and my and that's always something that I've like envisioned and I think that for a little bit I was like you know my parents don't even know like what is going on right now so all they know I could just be like in this random place and it could be all a scam they have no idea and so for me like I just kept thinking no matter what my parents know that they've raised me to make the right decision and that they'll support you know anything that I do because they know that they, they've raised me better than to just make like a rash decision so for me it was honestly just thinking about my family and knowing that whatever I was doing, I was making the right decision for myself. And I think that that like kept me grounded like, the whole time. And knowing that no matter what, I was myself throughout the whole process. And I was as open as probably I've ever been in my whole life. But yeah, I think that like just my family, like in the back of my head, like knowing that when I come out of this, like they're going to support whatever decision I make. So that really did help me, I think, the whole time. Oh, that's so good. Well, and I think, too, that mm-hmm. this was such a better environment for you than, like, had you been on The Bachelor because you know how catty exactly. the girls were. And, you know, you were oh just gosh. ultimately in competition the entire time. You're not there to make friends. The whole I mean, time. Yeah. How many times have you heard, like, we're not here to make friends? And you guys were able to, to be friends and to lean on each other. And what's funny is when I interviewed the guys from the show, they were saying that they, like, bonded but in a very different way. You guys were probably talking about your relationships they were not at all. They were just like, hey, man, no. you know, you like this, you like that, whatever. And that's cool. We have that in common. But they don't talk about, you know, the girls they liked or like how great the date was or whatever. So it's so funny right. to get both sides. That's why I'm so excited that I've been able to talk to, you know, guys and girls from the show because you guys are so different. I'm just loving it. The, the comparison. So mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, the girls, you know, at first, obviously, there was like the love triangles. I and mean, then there's the Barnett situation. You know, Amber and Elsie like even then you would have thought that they would have just absolutely hated each other and that was never the case like oh wow all the girls we got along so well and exactly like you said like the whole bachelor thing like I feel like that would have been really difficult for me because you know I even roomed with Gigi and for the first five days so me and her were roommates and you know we would sit up all night like talking about everything and like her and Damien clicked immediately and like I had a good connection with Damien and I felt like you know he was definitely in the top of my list, but in my head, I kept thinking like, okay, she has having a great connection with him and I'm having a good connection with him, but I think my other connections are stronger. But at that point I was like, well, should I stop talking to him? Because I don't want her to, you know, be upset because she's clearly got a better connection with him than I do. 
And, you know, I started thinking about things like that, and I was like, you know what? No. I told myself I am going to stick to this process, and I'm going to still be open. And like I've said a million times, we all just got along so well, and I knew that, like I said, I wanted to be so genuine and really just go through this process and not have any regrets. And so, yeah, I mean, I still kept talking to Damien, and I knew that, like, we had a special connection, but I was feeling stronger towards Wesley at that point. And I think that, like, you know, all the girls, we had, you know, one or two guys that were like, okay, this could potentially be, you know, in a few days, like someone that we're engaged to. And so things just got kind of serious, and I just felt like at that point, Everybody, like I said, Amber and Elsie were going for the same guy, and we were towards the end here, and they were still going for the same guy. You know, things obviously were going to get a little bit awkward, but everybody remained so supportive, and that's what I've said about The Bachelor. It would have been hard, I think, for me, because I would have gotten in my own head talking to the other girls about their relationship with the other guy and, you know, being scared to be as open because I'm hearing, like, oh, they're having a great connection. Well, then that means my connection isn't as valid. And right. so I think that this process for me was just like so much more like up my alley as far as the way that I approached the whole thing. So oh, that's awesome. I think so it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. Tell us about that really special last day. This is like day 10 where you know mm-hmm. he's going to propose, but you don't know how and how, you know, what he's going to say or do. So just walk us through that day. Proposal day was before reveal day, so it was two separate days. I was on cloud nine, to be honest. I wish I could, like, go back in that moment and and watch it play out because, I mean, I was just, like, so giddy. Yeah, and so proposal day happened, and, you know, walking into the party, I think we were in there for over an hour before it actually happened. And, you know, I knew it was coming. We, like, went through the whole emotions. I had, like, a bottle of wine and, like, cheesecake and... It was just so pretty and flowers and, like, all this stuff. I mean, it was, like, literally so wild because I was in a room, like, a small, tiny little room. And I'm, like, having all these emotions. And, you know, this is not how I envisioned my engagement. Like, if you would have told me that, you know, 10 years ago, I'd have been like, this is never going to happen to me. You guys are all crazy. You're never going to see me do that. Like, no way in the world. But at the moment, it was honestly perfect. Like, I couldn't have asked her anything more. Besides seeing him, obviously, that was definitely the, the crazy part. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, okay, you see, I'm going to engaged now. I have to wait a whole 24 hours before I can even. That is just see him. mean. Like, this is crazy. That is so mean. I cannot believe they make you life. guys wait 24 hours after you're engaged. Right. I mean, you are engaged and you can't even see each other. Oh, I know. I was like, this is the longest day of my life. Like, yes. This is not happening. Like, somebody just, like, let me see him. So that was definitely, you know, crazy. And that night, it was funny because we were all, you know, getting ready and we're like, oh, my God, none of us can sleep. We're, like, freaking out. And so I remember I, like, spray tanned some of the girls. We were all, like, you know, doing face masks and, like, all the things. We're like, we're going to see them till I was, like, months. And, you know, it was just 10 days. But I, I, I will never look at days the same anymore because those 10 days truly did feel like months. And we were all so excited. Like, I spray tanned. I remember doing Jessica. And we were, like, running around. And we were all just, like, so excited and giddy. And, yeah, that next morning we woke up and, I mean, I will never forget the moment that, you know, leading up to the reveal. Because I was in, they had me separate. There was the whole red carpet and the doors, you know, how they opened and all that, that whole scene. And, you know, between those carpets were the two doors and I was on one side with Vanessa 
and Wesley was on the other side with Nick and I remember like looking to her and just like holding hands with her and being like should I do this like I'm actually freaking out like what if he doesn't like me I just did not know what to think at that point and I knew that no matter what I was you know going to be so excited because of the connection that we built like I didn't care what he looked like like how tall he was like I did not care at all I was just so ready to just like see him finally after all this build up and I mean, I remember just sitting there with her, and I was like, Vanessa, I don't think I can do this. Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out or throw up. And she was like, you can do this. Like, it's going to be amazing. You know, we've seen the whole thing play out. Like, you're going to be so excited. Just, like, live in the moment and, like, let it happen. I was like, okay. Deep breath. And the next, the door is open, and I, like, saw him immediately. And he just, like, took off running to me. It was the cutest thing. 100 miles an hour, like, straight at me. And at that point, I, like, feel like I was just, like, so zoomed in on like nothing around me even really mattered at that point because you know you think about this whole build-up this is an experiment we have been going through this process all the camera people all the producers who have gotten to know us through you know months of interviews and before the show and casting and finding out what we were looking for and they're getting to see this all kind of play out like right in front of their eyes this is the moment that everyone's been waiting for i'm pretty sure that me and wesley were the first couple to reveal to each other so when that door opened and we saw each other in that moment you know i looked to my left and like people were crying like camera operators were literally crying nick and vanessa were hugging like tears coming out of their eyes and i'm like looking at them like in what world did i ever think that I would be meeting my fiance who I haven't seen at all and I look to my left and Nick and Vanessa are like shedding tears over me like what is happening in my life right now this is not real life and I just remember like seeing him and just like hugging him and talking about the vacation and we were so excited to just be able to like be normal and like go on this vacation together and so that was like such a huge moment and I was literally on cloud nine I was ready to go to Mexico we were just like Let's get on the plane. Let's go. This is about to be the best experience of our life. We're just beginning in this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I was literally on cloud nine, and I think he was too as far as talked about it and, you know, how we felt. I think we were both just, like, ecstatic and just so excited. When you saw him for the first time, I mean, what were your initial Mm -hmm. thoughts? Like, were you just like, what were you thinking? It's honestly crazy because both of us, we really tried to stay true to the process and we tried to trust what we were going through and you know we didn't really ask a ton of physical features like between each other I really don't remember it ever being a huge discussion for us I think we discussed maybe a few things towards the end but like I didn't want to know because I wanted to change the way that I was dating I wanted to completely do this differently and I wanted to trust what they were putting us through and see if it was really going to work for me so to be honest I really just had painted a picture of him in my head of what I, like, felt like he looked like from talking to him and, you know, just learning more about him. And it's so wild that I was pretty accurate, I'm not going to lie. Like, I remember seeing him and thinking, like, I mean, obviously a few things were different, but, like, for the most part, he really did look what I had pictured in my head. So that was a really weird moment for me. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I must be really in tune with my senses because I did a really good job painting a picture. Yeah, it was so weird. And I feel like he kind of said the same thing, too, like, I didn't care at that point. Like I said, I didn't care what he looked like, how tall he was. Like we had definitely discussed height. And like, for me, my dad is five nine. So like the height is not an issue for me. You know, it definitely is. I've only dated taller guys in the past, but that was definitely disgusting. Cause all the other guys were like, you know, over six, two, six, three. They're so tall. Does not concern me at all. 
I just was like, okay, I'll just get lower heels. Like, it's not a big deal. I was just, like, so excited to just, like, finally see him and, like, be around him in person because we had had that such deep connection that I really had never felt before. And so, yeah, like I said, every emotion, obviously. Like, I think I, like, cried because I was so excited. I was just honestly so happy to see him. And, yeah, it's really sweet. I really just want to see it. I mean, can we just get the footage? (laughs) Like. I just can't believe that they wouldn't give it to you. I mean, that's you and him on film. Like, I don't understand. Don't you have some sort of rights I mean, to it? That's you. We you know? can just cross our fingers and hope that in this crazy time that we're living in right now, that they will just, I don't know, surprise us and just drop. I mean, I don't care if it's on Netflix. Like, throw thing on Twitter. Like, make a YouTube video. Like, I don't care. But I just would love to see it because I think, you know, what we had was so positive and so genuine that I think people would have related you know like it doesn't have to be this crazy story and it doesn't have to be you know dramatic and you know people do fall in love and it's just like normal and genuine and that's what I wish that we were able to see and have people relate to because I feel like our story would have people would have loved it like we may have been a little bit on the boring side but you know there's people that would love to see that and like to see a different you know, a different view on relationships and see how we built a connection without seeing each other. That was so real. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mean, I can hear yeah, it I mean, from your story. There should be more of that. You know, there should be as much of that as possible. And it upsets me. So I do hope that that, that you do get to see that maybe soon. If we create enough buzz, maybe they will see that people really are interested. Because, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have messaged me. Like, I have been overwhelmed with the questions that I've been getting. Like, my, my inbox has been blowing up. I mean, I was literally, when I say I was on the show, probably for two seconds. And it's crazy because they had so much footage. Like, I was there for you know, the the premise of the show, the the whole blind dating experiment. Like I was there for 10 days. That's a lot of footage. And, you know, Wesley's known as the the short guy. Like that's literally all he says. And then it's like, okay, bye. We never see you again. And so I think a lot of people are interested and a lot of people assume that those of us who were only shown for a few seconds, you know, we didn't make a connection. And people are really interested in it. And now I think that things are coming out and we're able to talk about it and share our story. And, you know, articles have leaked it and, you know, things have come out because people want more. They want more content. They want to know how this works for other people. And the production company, nobody was prepared for eight couples to make matches like we did. And I think that we weren't either. Nobody was prepared. I think they were hoping, you know, two to three couples would get engaged. But here's the thing. And then when eight got engaged, they're like, wait a minute. What's going on? We did not prepare for this. No, but. At all. But. Why not be a little more optimistic? Why not prepare? And we're going to talk about what happened, you know, later that after right. that day. But why not prepare for 15 couples to connect? Because mm-hmm. it is possible. You know, it's it's unlikely. But why not prepare in the event that happens so everyone can participate in the entire experiment? So that leads me to yeah. ask you then once you guys were engaged and then all the other couples, you know, also who were going to get engaged, got engaged. What mm-hmm. happened after that? So we got engaged. Then the next day, the reveal, we saw each other like on cloud nine, both of us so excited for the vacation. You know, they kind of separated us again. We did our interviews. We talked about what the moment was like and really in the moment of how we were feeling and all those emotions. And then we kind of got separated and we were told the next day, 
you know, we would be going to Mexico and to get kind of our stuff together. Cause I mean, for me, I, I work in fashion now. So I'm like obsessed with clothes. And, you know, I was like so excited to go on this vacation. I'm like, oh, I can, we can, I can plan all the outfits. Like, I'm just so excited to like kind of have like a change of scenery and be able to like be with him and just go through this experience. Yeah. So I spent that whole night switching my suitcases over because I had like a full suitcase for, because we were all told to, you know, prepare that we were going to go on a tropical vacation. We didn't know where it was going to be or anything like that, but you know, we were told to bring all that stuff with us. So I had a full on other suitcase for all my like trip, you know, tropical vacation stuff. And so I spent that whole night doing a face mask and just like getting ready and like so excited for this next adventure that we were about to go on. And the next day I'll never forget. I woke up and I, you know, how to, how to get someone's attention from like, in production to like let me go work out and so I like worked out for a little bit and I was just like so excited because later that day we were supposed to go to Mexico and I had everything packed and ready to go and you know then we just got told and I was by myself at this point and you know they kind of came and talked to me and you know walked me through the whole thing and they were just like overwhelmed with how many connections were made and you know basically just told us that they didn't have the bandwidth to cover more than five couples and I mean, I can understand that, too, because, you know, you got to think about budget. So each couple had their own camera crew. And after the Mexico trip, it was, you know, you live in an apartment together for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother production crew. It's a whole nother flight to Mexico. It's a whole nother hotel room. It's, that's you true. know, a lot of room and board. It's, it's a lot. And I understand that. And I think that they, you know, basically told us that they didn't want, you know, to be the reason that our relationship like, didn't work out. They wanted us to, like, not feel pressured all that, which I like understood because, you know, it can be a huge pressured situation and, you know, to get married that fast, like it it is a lot. And, you know, at first I was like a little upset because I think I was so excited about what was to come and like this whole, you know, following this whole experiment through and seeing if it would work in the real world. And so, yeah, when they told me that they just didn't have like the bandwidth to cover, you know, my first question was, where is he? Like, is he close by? Is he kind of come here? What, you know, what now? Like, am I I'm engaged like what, right I'm just like not going to be followed by cameras which is fine but you know what's going on and they're like he's here he's already downstairs like he's waiting on you and I was just like excited about that and so I remember just going to you know downstairs and me and Rory and Danielle and Wesley were all just like okay guys so now what 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 do we do like you're just it's kind of like a whiplash moment like we just went through this whole thing and you know what are the next steps and so me and Wesley just talked about it and we were like, okay, well, this is like our story and we can't tell anyone about it, but we're just going to like see what happens. And so that's kind of just what we did. It was really, really wild because it just kind of like took a left, left field turn real quick, yeah. like not expecting it. So yeah, it was, it was definitely a shocking moment for sure. So did you guys continue just dating? I mean, you were engaged, you know, mm-hmm. technically, right? So yeah. Did you go and like have him meet your parents? Like, what did you do after that? So it's funny because in the pods, we actually talked about, you know, what we wanted to do after the show. And both of us were kind of at a crossroads in our career. You know, I was in a job in sales and I was working from home. And I was traveling a lot and I just like wasn't fulfilled in like what I was doing. I was working still in the cheer industry. And like I said, it was like had become such a huge part of my life, but it's kind of like all I did. And I was just ready for the next step. And, and I think that this show kind of came into my life at the perfect time because of, you know, work and like what I wanted to do. And it gave me that sense of being 
more open and just like honest with myself and not really caring what anyone else thought, like going after what I wanted to do. And so we had talked about, you know, the next steps after we get out of this, even though we were going to be filmed, you know, we were like, okay, what's your day to day look like? Like, what are we going to be dealing with here? And, you know, he told me like, I want to move to Bali. This is something that I wanted to do for so long. It's been on my bucket list. And I was very supportive of that. And, you know, I was just like, you know, we'll take it like day by day and figure out how we want to do this. And so it's something that we discussed. And I think, you know, going through like that whole experience and then getting out of there, that was something that we still talked about. And we, like I said, both were going through career changes. I got a new job after the show. He did too. You know, our day-to-days were changing, but we were still like dating. We were together and we tried to make it work the best. Um, but I knew, like, that's what he wanted to do, was move to Bali. And at that point, it wasn't really something that I felt like I could just, like, up and leave and do. You know, like, it didn't seem like the right thing for me. And I felt like we both kind of needed to further and focus on ourselves and our careers a little bit more. So we were together for a little bit after the show. And, you know, we didn't have any animosity. We were still in contact. We are still really good friends. And we talked all the time. But, like, he was moving to Asia. So you know, how can I go through and be engaged to someone at this point? Like, I think I need to focus on my career a little bit more. So it really did happen, like, the way that it was supposed to, the whole Mexico thing and not going. And I think that it gave him the outlet to go and kind of, like, find himself for a little bit. And it was ironic because, you know, I started a new job and I work in fashion now and I'm a stylist. And the company that I work for actually promoted me and asked me to move to New York for the summer. So he was gone in Bali for six months, and then literally he came back, and the next week was when I moved to New York. So he was gone for six months, he came back, then I packed up and moved for six months. So we were both offered and had great opportunities that kind of fell in our laps and that we wanted to do. And I think that, like I said, that would have been really, really hard if, you know, we had had to go through. And I I would have never liked to go to New York had we gone through the whole thing like who knows like we could be married right now which is definitely another wild thing to think about but that's true I think that like I said it, it really was just the way that it was supposed to happen and we both got great experiences and were able to just really further careers and have more personal growth and we did that on the show as well too so it just like worked out the right way for me I think and for him <laughs> of course now I'm like but I want you guys to be together <laughs> Wild. Yeah, I mean, is there any hope that you would reconcile after, you know, you guys kind of have some time? I mean, I guess you guys have already had some time and you guys are good friends now. But do you ever yeah. see that or are you now dating? I don't know if he is, but I mean, are, are you currently dating? So basically, you know, like I said, that the show filmed a year and a half ago. So when we got off the show, we dated for a few months and then he left and went to Bali for six months, and then I left for six months. So that's a year right there okay. that we were both, you know, out and not around each other because he moved and then I moved, you know. So we actually, it's so weird because when I moved back, we're literally neighbors now, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. Like we live, we're literally neighbors. I don't know if he told you that, but we live next door to yes. each other, like actually. <laughs> yes. And so that's like kind of crazy, but, you know, I didn't get back to October, and the show just came out in February so we really only had October November December January and that's not that long like I'm getting back into my swing of things I've been gone for six months and I'm like you know moving back to Atlanta and getting all my stuff back together and going through my normal routine 
So, you know, we talked all the time and we had that connection, you know, I was like, I don't have a connection that I do with him with really anyone else. And, you know, we kept talking and everything was great. And we hung out a few times. We still hang out. You know, we watched the premiere episode together. We like popped champagne and had mimosas at 6 a.m. at my house. And like, we do hang out and we talk all the time. But I think, you know, I think I'm in a better headspace now, even though I thought I was ready you know, back then when the show was filming, but I think now I'm, I'm in a better space to really, really be serious and like get married. And I think that like him too, he's definitely grown so much in the past year and a half since we filmed and, you know, I would never like say no. Um, but like right now there's just so much going on. Like it's really been crazy, even though, you know, we weren't shown that much. It's been a lot with like interviews and talking about it and you know we were kind of prepared for our story to be out there and for everyone to see it so we mentally prepared ourselves for a year and a half yeah for this to come out and then it's kind of been a roller coaster of emotions to then you know be watching it together and it just like literally disappear out of thin air like it doesn't happen and so I think that was a little bit of like an emotional thing for both of us because we were ready you know we were like prepared for the world to see all this and Mm. then was it not kind of like jarred us a little bit but you know we still talk I mean I literally talked I talked to him earlier we talk all the time and I don't think I would ever say like no but I'm not like talking to anyone right now to be honest (laughs) just like doing my own thing and like I just started styling on the side too so I work for Alice and Olivia Mm -hmm. but I also just launched my website and so I'm really focused on like working with my clients and like styling them and you know doing a lot of freelance stuff so that's just been my focus really for the past I mean, honestly, the past year since I got off the show, and I think that me opening myself to the experience and everything that happened on the show, it really has kind of, like, shifted gears in my head of, like, okay, this is really what I should be doing. Like, I'm going to just go for whatever I want to do and not really care what anyone thinks. So I think for me, it's just been, like, a lot of personal growth and, you know, learning. But, yeah, I mean, I, like, date. I'm single, but I'm just really focused on work and, just kind of me right now so I don't know you never know what will happen in the future but definitely be keeping in touch with you and him but please share your website with our listeners um so they can check it out so I've been like contemplating my like brand for a long time I always my last name is Skipper dad's name is Skip Skipper so like that's oh my gosh my last name I feel like is just very me and I always want to like incorporate that into my brand somehow and so I launched it like two weeks ago and one of the girls that was on the show she actually designed my website for me Brianna she's the best she knows everything about me and so she like I basically gave her what my ideas were and she just like pulled it all together and it's the most me website I've ever seen but it's called skip the line so basically you can shop with me I'll do everything for you and you don't have to go anywhere so Um, cute awesome that you know I feel like right now is it's a hard time especially with everything going on a lot of people aren't shopping but Mm -hmm. people you know want that personal one-on-one interaction and that's something that I just like enjoy so much and it's been a hobby for me for years with my family and I you know after the show I was like you know why am I not doing this as a career I never thought that fashion was going to be something that I did for a job I always thought it was going to be just a fun hobby for me but like I said, my brain just kind of shifted after the show. And I was like, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I should be doing. And so, yeah, so I'm like super excited. I have a few clients right now that, you know, everybody has stuff coming up this summer. And we're not sure, you know, what's going on in the world. And it's just scary. Things are going to still happen. I have friends that are getting married and 
so I just had so much fun shopping for all my friends online and pulling their personal style and really just like putting people out of their comfort zones and making them feel really good about what they're wearing and so yeah, that's my focus right now. It's just so fun. I love it. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love the name. That is absolutely yeah. adorable. And when I spoke to Thank Brianna, you. I could tell that she is amazing and would do an incredible oh, job in amazing. anything. She is just yes. a wonderful person, as are you. But I just want to leave one thing that yes. Wesley said. I'm curious if you remember, what was the first thing that Wesley said to you at the reveal? The first thing oh. out of his mouth. The first thing out of his mouth, I hope it's the same thing that I'm thinking, but he literally said that I smell like freaking. Yes, that was it. I about <laughs> died. I'm like, wait a minute. It was wait a so minute. Because anyone who knows me knows that, like, that is a weekly thing for me. Like, I am. I am just my best self when I have a spray tan. You know, I just feel better. I just, like, you know, I just, that's the thing. I used to do spray tans, like, nobly. I had, like, a little... I would do it for all my sister and her friends and her cheer friends, people for prom, and it was, like, called Glow on the Go, and I would just, like, run around town and spray tan everybody. (laughs) And so it's, like, such a me thing, and, like, the fact that he said that at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is is perfect. Like, he gets me. So that was, like, so funny. And I was like, really? The first thing you say to me is, you smell like a spray tan. Like, he gave me this, like, big hug. He actually tried to kiss me, I think, and I was so wrapped up in the moment. And I, like, turned my head. Like, it was just such a funny moment because he, like, just got me immediately. And, like, everything was just, like, so perfect. I don't know. Aww. It was just wild, the whole the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When he said that, I was like, How you did, did not. Because I was asking him, uh, what was your first thought when you saw her? And he said that you said that you resemble Reese Witherspoon. He was thinking in his head, yeah, she did. And then he said, oh, and then I told her that, well, the first words out of my mouth to her were, you smell like a spray tan. And I was like, you did not say that. Are you kidding me? You are in these pods with her for 10 days. And that's the first thing out of your mouth. Like, are you serious? So I had to ask what your reaction was because had it been me, I mean, we're very different, but had it been me, I would have been like, uh, start again start over come run down the aisle again because that is not going to be the first thing that you're saying to me (laughs) so funny it just like was hilarious because like I said I was really kind of excited for that to be like shown because anyone who knows me just knows like anyone who knows me knows and that was just such a me moment like that was just such a Lexi thing that like I think everyone who knows me would have just busted out laughing because it's just so accurate. It's like my once a week thing. Like I get spray tan on Thursday nights. Like that's just how I live my life. And so it was just so funny. And honestly, I was like, I wasn't offended because I was just like, if he understands this, then this is going to be perfect. Like <laughs> this is just too good to be true. Yeah. Like, but obviously so many emotions were going through both of our heads. Like what is actually happening right now? But I was immediately attracted to him. I was so excited. Oh it was just gosh. like everything just kind of came together and it was just a whirlwind. I just love it. Right in the face, just everything, yeah. (laughs) I love your story. I'm so happy we're able to share it, and I'm excited for the world to hear it. We're going to get it out there, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Speak it into existence. If we speak to the universe and just speak it into existence, they'll just drop the footage for us. Yes, yes, I hope that with all of these interviews, you know, collectively – Maybe and mm-hmm. we'll just get a lot of people to, you know, comment on them and just just express how they feel about it. 
Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. we just put it out there and see what happens. But I yes. cannot thank you enough. It has been such a joy, a pleasure, thank you so much. just a real gift to chat with you and get to know you better. And I feel like I know you so well now. I think we all do, I know. which is We're awesome. <laughs> yes. And I just want to thank our listeners for tuning in to this episode. And please continue to listen to our Love is Blind series with all of Lexi's friends. And definitely yes. you guys stay safe and always stay cozy and Lexi it was a pleasure I will talk to you soon take care yes so much fun bye thanks so much bye